The following podcast was made possible by the sponsorship of Teresa Leong Lee and by Catholic Digital Resources, where you can find downloadable faith formation resources and evangelization tools. Visit Catholic Digital Resources at CatholicDR.com to build your own faith and the faith of others. That's CatholicDR.com. Good News Ministries of GNM.org presents Footsteps to Heaven. Life's a journey full of challenges. Sometimes we get stalled. Sometimes we get sidetracked. When we walk with Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father designed for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. And now, here is your host, Terry Modica. Hi. I'm excited to announce that we are about to start a new season of the Footsteps to Heaven podcast show. I've been on hiatus for a while from making new episodes because of a couple of very special projects that I was working on. One project was this book, 30 Days to the Father's Heart. This project began a couple of years ago. Actually, the project really began 40 some years ago when I learned how to have a relationship with God the Father. I discovered that God is a doting daddy. You see, I had grown up with some wrong images about God the Father because of the infallibilities and the imperfections of my human father. We can all say that. None of us have had a perfect father. All of us have had dads to sometimes big extents, sometimes small extents, but yet significant, that give us bad ideas, wrong impressions of what God the Father is really like. It seems hard sometimes to get to feel really close to God the Father because of those bad images that have been projected onto God from our human experiences of human authority figures, also mothers and teachers, other authority figures. I've been on a journey for 40-some years learning who God the Father really is, and I know I'm not going to finish learning until I'm united with Him in heaven, but I've learned a lot, and I share that with you in this book, 30 Days to the Father's Heart. This is jam-packed with aha moments, insights on what we think God is like and why he's not that way and what he's really like and how to untangle God the Father from our human perceptions of limited human authority figures, fathers and other authority figures. It also has spiritual exercises to help drive these points home. If you take this book and go through all the exercises go through all the days, just 30 days, you will have an entirely different relationship with God the Father. Totally wonderful, realizing that he is your doting daddy. The other book that I've been working on that was published is this book called My Soul Shall Be Healed. It's a study guide on St. John Paul II's encyclical called Ecclesiae de Eucharistia. 
which is on the role of the Eucharist in the church and the role of the church in the Eucharist. It's an awesome encyclical. It's a deeply moving one. It's an important one. In today's world where we have so few people believing that the Eucharist truly is Jesus himself, not just a symbol, not just him being present spiritually while we receive communion. And maybe you're one of them. The statistics say that 70% of Catholics no longer believe or have never been taught that Jesus is truly 100% physically and spiritually body and blood present in the Holy Eucharist that we receive at Catholic Mass. This study guide helps unpack what John Paul II had to say about this. It unpacks it in a way that is easy to do and it has discussion questions that make it ideal for small groups to discuss it, but you can also go through it as an individual in your own personal prayer time. Those books were extremely important projects that I needed to get done. Once they were completed, the next thing that happened is a project that was God's project working in my life. You see, almost 10 years ago, Ralph and I took my parents into our home. My father passed away a couple of years ago, and it's, it's been a long journey. Being a caregiver has a lot of challenges, a lot of stresses, and because they were in our home, you know, we, we didn't have the privacy that we wanted to have. We didn't have freedoms that we wanted to have. If you're a caregiver for anyone, you know what I'm talking about. It was a joy and a blessing for us to do because we were serving Jesus as we were serving them. However, over the Thanksgiving holiday, which in the U.S. is in November, over the Thanksgiving holiday, my mother ended up in the hospital. I ended up with debilitating back pain. My mother came home from the hospital the day after Thanksgiving. We had our, our Thanksgiving celebration that following weekend, belatedly. And between then and cr the Christmas holiday, I became practically unable to walk. It was extremely painful. One doctor said it was sciatica, but I've had sciatica before and the pain was not going all the way down my leg. And, you know, the doctor couldn't figure out, is this really what's going on? Another doctor gave me muscle relaxants and that didn't help. I thought it was the stress and it very well was probably originating with the stress of taking care of my mother as she was in the hospital and her extra needs when she first came home from the hospital. The stress of it was something very important that I needed to learn about. Always before, in all the situations where I was, you know, all the years that I was taking care of my parents, if I was doing what the Lord wanted me to do, he gave me energy to do it. He gave me a desire to do it, even when my human flesh was saying, oh, do I have to keep doing this? But the Lord who is in charge allowed me to have this debilitating back pain. I went to a pain management doctor finally, and he thought he diagnosed it 
properly and he uh, gave me he did something that would prove it and no it turned out that was not the problem so he sent me to, to get an MRI meanwhile I was not even able to go to mass anymore and so my husband Ralph began to bring communion home to me he's a Eucharistic minister at church and I would watch live streamed mass and then he would bring me Jesus in the Holy Eucharist and he'd pray for me other people were praying for my healing and lo and behold a miracle happened but the timing of the miracle when I was freed from this pain so freed so completely healed by the way that although I got the MRI done I did not need to go back to the doctor to have him tell me what the MRI results showed because I didn't need any medicine I didn't need any surgery I didn't need anything from him but before the miracle came the Lord wanted me to learn something and I'm sharing this story with you because if if you are a caregiver or if you're in any kind of a stressful situation and you've been covering in prayer and things seem to be getting worse instead of better God if God is not filling you with the energy to do what you feel that you need to do and you've asked him for the energy to do it and you've repented of your human flesh being unwilling to do it and yet you still feel as I did the debilitating pain you still feel something that is interfering with you serving with the Holy Spirit giving you the energy to do it if anything's interfering with that this story is for you what happened to me was I was being advised by people who I did not consider to be necessarily spirit-filled they in some cases weren't even Christ-centered but occasionally people were telling me that mom should go and move out of our house into an assisted living facility I thought no that's getting rid of her I need to take care of her that that's just not right you know it's because she's 90 years old and I don't know how well she can do an assisted living facility before she needs to end up in a nursing home and I, I just can't I can't just push her out just because I feel tired of being the caregiver that's not fair to her it's not loving it's not you know and yes well all that's true God was saying wonderful Terry but that's not true anymore I want you to see something I want you to know something I want you to pay attention to something pay attention to what I want to do about the situation see I was sure that I knew what he wanted take care of mom of course that's the loving thing to do go the extra mile go the extra 10 miles of course that's the right thing to do like I said when things don't improve though we put it into God's hands we have to wonder if we are misinterpreting God's will so as I was suffering so much pain I said to my mother I don't know how as I age I'm going to be able to continue to take care of you and she was already wondering about that herself and meanwhile my husband you know he's got his health issues we're both getting older and you know getting my mother you know as she gets older doing what 
she needs, getting her the help she needs and us being responsible for that, was it going to work? It didn't seem like it was working anymore. The idea of my mother going to an assisted living facility kept coming back to me and I kept rejecting it. And finally I said to the Lord, if this is your will, then have mom bring it up because I don't want to give her the impression that I want to push her out. On Christmas night, as I was saying to my mother, this has been, as you know, a very painful day, um, physically painful. I don't know how I can keep helping you. And she said, I'd like to move into an assisted living facility. Let's look into that, Terry. And I'm like, okay, I think God just answered my prayer and gave me some direction. That was a Saturday. The next day I had a friend over, one of my best friends who I have for many years unloaded upon and she upon me and we've helped each other discern what God's up to. And we've prayed for each other. You know, she's a very important friend in my life. And I had her over because I'm still struggling with, should I help mom get out of the house here and and live, live somewhere else? Is that the right thing to do? And as we were talking, we're sitting out on my back deck and lo and behold, a big bird flew by. We have hawks on our property and owls. And I thought, wow, that's what I love looking at them. They always symbolize for me that God is taking care of me. God is taking care of the situation because of some miracles that happened years ago in which God used a hawk, used a hawk repeatedly showing me hawks to remind me that he's watching the details. Because you know a hawk from a great high up distance can see the smallest details on the ground. But this was not a hawk or an owl. This was an osprey. Florida has ospreys, but I've never seen one fly across my property before. I remarked about that to my friend, and we just both marveled at how beautiful it was to see that bird fly by. And then we continued our conversation. And then the next day, Monday, in the mail comes a postcard flyer about an assisted living facility that's brand new called Osprey Heights. Yeah, Osprey Heights. I'm like, okay, I think God just gave us a big sign. I'm not sure, but let's go check out this place. So the next day after that, Ralph and I and Mom all went to take a look at Osprey Heights. And it wasn't opened yet. It was almost finished. And it was a wonderful place. And their whole attitude, their whole mission is to help the elderly ages in their 70s, 80s, and 90s to have wellness through socialization and exercise and good food and, you know, downplaying the medicine. Not that medicine's not used. Medicine's important. But you don't need medicine as much. If you're feeling good mentally, my mother had been depressed. My mother came alive as we were at Osprey Heights. She came out of her shell. 
My mother's going blind with macular degeneration, and in her home, she had become withdrawn, and and her little world had become smaller and smaller. And here at Osprey Heights, you know, she was excited about what we were shown. She picked out her own apartment. We figured out how God had provided the financing for it. Another long story that began many years ago. I love seeing my mother in this better mood. And our relationship is improving because of this. So I know it was the right decision. And the pains that I was feeling went away as soon as we made that decision. So between finally paying attention to what God was trying to say and Ralph bringing home to me the Holy Eucharist and all the other prayers, I was completely healed from the back pains. So, the moral of the story, the reason why I shared this, remember, whatever stresses you're going through, ask the Holy Spirit to energize you to do what He wants you to do in that situation. And if what you think is the right thing to do is draining you, instead of, instead of the energy of the Holy Spirit filling you, yeah, you get drained, but still you feel energy. But if you don't get any of that energy from the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's trying to tell you something. He's not answering your prayers because you're looking in the wrong direction for the solutions. Let me pray for you right now, my friend. Father God, I ask you to touch the hearts, minds, and souls of everyone for whom this podcast episode has been resonating with and help them to know your joy and pleasure at their desire to do what is right and help them to know what your will is in that situation. The situations that have been draining them, stressing them, I ask you to heal what has been damaged. I ask you to help them be to, to, to become alive in your holy energy to do what you call them to do. And if what they're doing is not what you're calling them to do, that you make it plainly obvious, like you did for me, what your will is. And I ask you, my friend, now to pray this with me. Open up your hands to receive from the Holy Spirit and pray this prayer with me. Come Holy Spirit, fill me. Come Holy Spirit, you have my permission to change me. Amen. This podcast was made possible by supporters of Good News Ministries who hope to strengthen and build your faith. If this episode speaks to your heart, then I ask you to pass it along to your family and friends. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. Forward it by text and email. And let us know what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. How has this episode made a difference? You can contact me through the Good News Ministries website at gnm.org or by texting me if you are one of our subscribers on WhatsApp. May I ask a favor of you? Please cover this life-changing podcast ministry in your daily prayers. And if you can, help me continue making these podcasts by becoming a sponsor. 
Any donation is helpful, but we are especially seeking sponsors for upcoming episodes. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.